Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Now stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. Have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final, the game and the series, and the results are not good. A Brewers 7-2 loss. They do take two of three in Boston. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Tim Allen, Evan Heffelfinger, and we are here in the Lakeland University Studios. The leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And... Okay, so they lose this final game. Ah, that was a little bit of a buzzkill here as you get a victory today and you would have masked your high watermark of the season. All the j- swooning done in June and the rough little patch in, in July earlier would have all been made up. And uh, they, didn't, they didn't get it. So they sit at 57-45, 12 games over. Their high watermark back on May 30th. Had this ball club at 14 games over 500. So, okay, well, you're going to have to take care of business in Pittsburgh after an off day tomorrow. Aaron Ashby, uh, I guess all unearned, the ERA down to 4.1. The five-run fifth inning did it in for the crew today. Red Sox were a doubles machine today. I mean, it was just incessant. Double, double, RBI double, RBI double, back-to-back doubles, double this, double up, double plays for the Brewers as well as uh, they fall. Uh, Hunter Renfro, the lone bright spot there. I guess I guess Christian Yelich would be another little bit of a bright spot. Uh, Ten-game hitting streak now, and he has his average right around 260, and that's a good sign. Hunter Renfro, a four-hit game today, including his sixth home run since the All-Star break. A two-run shot to give the Brewers a two-zip lead at that time. But 
I think a, f- a few self-inflicted wounds here, and you could feel the momentum turning. You, know, you, you, you wanted to put the hammer down and win this ball game uh, for all the reasons we have stated uh, throughout the weekend and get to the off day tomorrow, get back to the high watermark, keep the roll going, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I think, you know, you, you have a pickoff play of Willie Adamas with a couple of runners aboard and a one-swing chance to really further a lead and provide some separation. That's, that's just a base-running mistake that, that you can't have. You had an error. Uh, Willie Adamas throws a, a ball that's a little low to Colton Wong, and I can't believe the official scorer was going to pin, pin that on Willie Adamas at first. Colton Wong, you need to catch a baseball. you got a glove on for a reason. And that turned the tide as well. And that opened, really opened the floodgates in that fifth inning and to allow the Red Sox hitters to just sit back and attack uh, Aaron Ashby. But all of those runs unearned. Then a questionable decision to go back to Hobie Milner in this ballgame after getting tagged yesterday when Brent Suter, obviously, who came in the game today, he was available. And why not just go with your middle-long relief guy? And that's Brent Suter. Apparently it was Hobie Milner going on a little bit of a matchup thing. So there were some self-inflicted wounds in this one. It's probably, you know, the the ugliest game. And, and certainly it wasn't like a, a pathetic-looking game for the Brewers. But it was the ugliest uh, by comparison to the first uh, eight games out of the All-Star break. Just a little bit of a sloppy game here for the crew. And uh, they, however, do end up taking two of three against the Boston Red Sox. And again, 12 games over, uh, 500 at this point. And now T-minus less than 48 hours away from the trade deadline. And I just, again, I think it's been a very slow buildup or lead up to the trade deadline. Just a, maybe two, three moves. That's some nominal moves here. I think the Cubs moved a guy, uh, uh, Chris Martin, moves from the Cubs. You have Luis Castillo, who moved from the, the Reds. That's, that's probably the biggest of the trades thus far. But I guess Peralta, David Peralta would be in there, going to the Rays from the uh, Diamondbacks. But just a few moves, just a handful of moves. And I have this feeling that we are on the uh, brink of just a crazy type Monday. Do you get that feeling? Evan, by the way, welcome back. I didn't think you worked here anymore. I didn't either. It's kind of crazy how that works <laughs> out. Uh, out of sight, out of mind a little bit. But I, we're gearing up for something crazy. I think that there's going to be a, quite a few starting pitchers that are still yet to be moved. Some bats that are going to be moved. Some surprising moves. I think... Everybody's worrying about Juan Soto, but there are some other big-name players that very well could get traded. We're going to see probably 150 trades for relief pitchers going from team to team. This is going to be fun. Buckle in. The next two days are going to be very fun. Yeah, and I think it might go more on the Monday than the Tuesday. The deadline is Tuesday at 3 p.m. our time, 3 p.m. Central. But I think just I have this feeling that tomorrow is just one of those days where you know, you're just pinned to your phone. You're, you're glued to MLB Network, and, and you're seeing just, just trades all over the place. Now, that being said, the Brewers, in, in, uh, well, they're, they're in need for sure. And you're always in need, I think, to, uh, to be in an effort to improve your ball club. I think all of us agree with that. 
Is it possible that they don't make a move but a reliever? Because that's the one, that's the one position I think they're really set. They've set their sights on getting a reliever. I'm, I'm pretty convinced of that. Is it possible that that or no moves for the Brewers at the deadline is going to happen? I'm starting to think maybe this offense is starting to pick themselves up. You start looking at some of these batting averages. We'll we'll go over that today at some point during the show. Some of these batting averages are getting into the to the area of maybe respectability. Colton Wong around 250. Look at Christian Yelich climb. Look at Hunter Renfro climb. Andrew McCutcheon. I mean, there's your there's your bumps in the road there with uh, Willie Adamas under 220. Uh, Luis Urias, they expected a much better batting average than he's at in the 230s. But some of these batting averages, no longer do we look at these batting averages and say this is crazy. So they're starting to pick it up. And I I I think if I asked you a month ago, and we did discuss this, that you would have said they need a bat. These this offense is horrible well not so much I don't think lately not so much including today what'd they bang out 10 hits what'd they have Evan, 11 10? 11 hits yeah I mean a lot of base runners they had a hit batter they had a walk I mean you had a lot of base runners you just didn't get that big blast and uh, that's going to happen sometimes but a month ago you'd have said probably a uh, a, a bat and they still might do that, and I'm not saying they won't, but is it possible that they don't do a thing? Would it s- surprise you and shock you if they d- if Trader Dave doesn't do a thing? David Stearns, president of Baseball Ops, and, and Matt Arnold, the GM. Well, I think that no matter what, we know David, he likes to trade. I think we could see at the very least a small trade, like a Daniel Norris, a John Curtis, kind of like a deal that the Giants and Cubs just made for a middle infielder, Dixon Machado, who's kind of a quadruple-A player, you might see something like that, some extra depth, because we know David Stearns loves his depth. But it would not surprise me at all if they don't go and get, like, the big names out there. The next time we do this show, the trade deadline will be passed. And Juan Soto will be a Brewer. (laughs) And Josh Hader will be a Yankee. (laughs) <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, man. Uh, and more reports coming out that uh, the Brewers are listening on Josh Hader, trade talk. Oh, well, you're of gonna, course they are. Uh, it might be my favorite John Heyman quote because this is like the 17th time that he's tweeted about Josh Hader. The exact quote is, teams have been calling on Josh Hader. No indication he's particularly available, but Brewers usually seem willing to listen in case. Oh boy, that's breaking news from Heyman. Not to rip on the guy, but listening I mean, to it, calls on your players? What? Wow, could you imagine answering your phone? These guys are answering phones and listening to offers. Of course they are. Everybody has their price. Maybe someone's going to blow away Stearns with a price tag on Josh Hader that he's just going to have to say, "It's not just me, but anyone would take this deal." Now, that's possible, doubtful. In my book, it is doubtful. You need him to get where you want to be this year. I think if you if you if you make that move, and it's and it's laden with uh, minor leaguers and prospects, and maybe as as Evan just referred to, four A type guys, you do that deal, 
you're not going to get to where you want to be. Josh Hader is vital to get where you want to be this year. So is it possible on Tuesday night when we say it is a final from Pittsburgh, the Brewers beat the Pirates 6-2, and the trade deadline is now a final as well, and the Brewers, they don't make a deal. Is that possible on Tuesday night after game one in Pittsburgh? Because the Brewers have an off day tomorrow. They um, Then the trade deadline is, like I said, 3 p.m. Uh, Central here. And then we get to uh, game one in Pittsburgh, and there's no deal. Just saying, is the team good enough now to get where they want to go? Now, when you think about that, you're you're not a negative. I think someone used the term negative ninny. Um, you're not that guy. If if you say no, you're not that. You, 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 hey, that's that's what you think. That's what you think. But I you shouldn't th- want them to make a trade just to make a trade. Correct. If you think that, or if Stearns thinks this is the team then he shouldn't have to make a trade. He and shouldn't have to worry two. about the fans needing a trade to be done. And and if that occurs where there are no trades or just a nominal trade, I, I just want to just want to say this in in defense of negotiations, sometimes just it doesn't work out because it doesn't work out. You got you guys know enough in in the business world, in the sports world, uh, in, in the employment world, that sometimes things just don't work out just for various reasons. One of which may be the other guys just being hard-headed about it and just don't want to make the deal. They're being a little unfair. It's lopsided. All right, 414-677-1250, and it's been a few days now um, that you guys uh, need to reprogram the phone or your memory bank as the uh, phone numbers here at The Fan have changed. 414-677-1250 instead of the 799-1250. So just the, those three have changed in the middle. 414-677-1250. Will they? Oh, I don't know. It could be crazy tomorrow. Do they need to? And if they don't, what does that tell you? Now let Okay, let's get down to brass tacks, then I'll get to some of your reaction here. It's quite possible... And this has happened before. And I'm not saying here in Milwaukee, but I'm just saying around baseball. It's probably happened here as well. That they don't, they're not going to publicly say this. But they just don't believe they've got the guns and the horses to get it done. And why you would give up a better chance of getting it done in the next year, two, three, for a piece that you just don't think collectively they have it to go where you want to go and you just lay low and you sort of fold a little bit privately. And that's, that has happened. And quite frankly, we don't know what David Stearns internally thinks of what he's got in terms of winning the world series. I think he's got enough, if not very close to enough to win it all. That's where I'm at. I'm I'm counting up I'm counting up the 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 chips here on my side of the table and I'm saying I'm just going to use my my forearm and just scoop them all in. Going all in. 414-677-1250. 414-677-1250. 
Put the cards down. We're going all in. We're, go- we're going for it. We're going to play. That's where I'm at. But he might not be. And let's consider that as a possibility. All right, 414-677-1250, our Sunday conversation. Man, what a beautiful day today. Again, a beautiful weekend. Kenny, crack one open. And what's going to happen by Tuesday, less than 48 hours? There you go. Here's what's going to happen. So there's, you brought up several great points. Um, if the Brewers would unload Hater, he would have to come with a sizable um, return. Mm-hmm. So who would be able to do that? There's only a few teams that can actually do that. And do those teams, such as the Yankees, what would they give up, right? Eh, chances are you're not going to get a ton from them, um, to be quite honest, unless it were a bunch of farm club guys. And if it is a bunch of farm club guys, you're basically throwing your season in that. So that's a no-go. Uh, in terms of other teams that could potentially pick him up, you're not going to trade him within the division. So that's not going to happen. So it's going to have to go to someone that has something of tangible needs for the Brewers, such as a hitter, maybe another starter. But even a, a really good team isn't going to give up one of their starters. So a deal like this is going to have to happen with a team that the Brewers are going to get something back uh, of great value. They're going to need another closer. Yeah, could you use Devin Williams? Maybe. But he's a setup guy, let's face it. He's, he's really not a true closer, in my opinion. So you got to go get somebody like him. you got to go get some offense. But depending upon how much you get for a hater, you could do that. Um, do the Brewers need to make trades? You better believe they do. Because as of right now, they still need another starter. They only have two and a half starters, in my opinion, um, now with Peralta coming back. Yeah, Lauer and Ashby are kind of trying to make their way in. But you still have guys like Hobie Milner and there's some other guys there that are suspect in that bullpen. So you've got to strengthen your teams if you're going to be a serious contender. Otherwise, great, you get to the playoffs again, and now the Brewers are turning into the Packers. They get there, but then they crap the bed when they get there. So the fans are hungry for a winner. They desperately want to get back to to um, getting into the you know the uh, the chase for the championship, and the only way you're going to do that is by Stearns pulling the trigger and making some moves. Whether Hater's involved in that or not, that's yet to be seen. I don't believe he is. I think he's staying here. Um, but we do need another starter. They're going to need some middle relief, and. In my opinion, you still need a bat. Yes, these other guys are coming around, right? Your veterans are coming around. Do I believe Adamas and Urias will come around? Sure. Um, but you, you're more than likely, they're looking for another outfielder, in my opinion. I think the infield's solid. It's just a matter of those couple of bats on the left side getting back to uh, um, an area where they can get to hitting-wise where you thought they could be or they were, like Adamas before he got injured, Urias. So I think all that will work itself out. So it's going to be interesting, but I do believe you know, on Tuesday they're going to have three or four new players on this team that are going to be tangible, tangible. You can't just get prospects. Okay, so Tuesday night when I say it's a final after game one in Pittsburgh as the road trip continues after the off day tomorrow, we're going to be yep. talking about new players. Is that right, Kenny? I, I, would, I would say that with 100% certainty if, in fact, you believe you have a team like they do, and Stearns believes that they have a team that's a World Series contender. You're going to have to make these moves. There's no two ways about it. Yep. All right, Kenny, enjoy enjoy the weather. Enjoy the uh, rest of the uh, weekend. Yep, yep, you got it. 
1250. If they, here's something else to consider. And I'm not saying that this is a huge factor, but it does play a part here. If you move Josh Hader and you don't get a return of a huge name, let's just say for the uh, sake of the argument, Juan Soto. And could you imagine? I mean, come on. But let's just say Hader, Hader is outbound and you don't bring back one of the stars of the game offensively. What do you think that does to the fan base? Especially with multiple years of control left on Hader. Yeah, and just the splash value to the casual fan base. They traded Hader. Why would they do that? So that it's it's just something that would really hurt this team. It, It would. And this team relies on you guys in attendance. It does. It does more so than you would ever believe. They they try and make that apparent, but they rely on you guys. All right, 414-677-1250 is the uh, number here on Tuesday night. We're less than 48 hours away from the trade deadline. With the Brewers having an off day today, the next time our little Brewer post game gets together here, the trade deadline is going to be done. And what are we going to be talking? We're going to be talking more about the ball game on Tuesday or more about the, uh, the trades that went down for David Stearns and this Milwaukee Brewers club? All right, Evan, where do you want to go? Let's go to Rob in Greenfield. What do you say, Rob? You're on the fan. Thanks for calling. Hey, Tim. It's actually Bob, but that's okay. Um, okay. I um, I kind of look at it this way. I, I agree that I, I don't like the trade of Hader at this point uh, because then you create another problem. And no offense against Devin Williams, but um, the guy hasn't really shown himself to be – a guy that can handle pressure. You got him punching a wall one year. Uh, I just don't think you you trade Hater because that creates another uh, hole in a strength of a team. Um, and then I look at Peralta coming back. I look at Hauser coming back. Hauser has performed uh, moderately successfully in the bullpen over the years. So I, I look at that as Peralta coming back as an acquisition of sorts. Um, I think now you're seeing the payoff for everyday health of a consistent lineup of the Brewers offensively. Um, every time Renfro would heat up, he'd get hurt. Out he goes. Another hole is created. Um, so my prediction is I think maybe I think we're seeing a little wear and tear with that fifth, sixth inning of got. Milner, I think maybe you look there to maybe get a, a, a guy similar to Pomerantz of a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan maybe Lyles, another, maybe. Yep, yep. I, and I, you know, who knows? Maybe the Brewers nibble a little bit with Quintana from the Pirates as another starter. Um, he's always, he's a, you know, he's a veteran. But I think what you're looking at is maybe a lefty arm in the bullpen acquisition somewhere from somewhere, maybe another starter back end. Um, and offensively, maybe another outfielder. Like I saw Laureano being kicked around a little bit from the A's, for example. Um, I don't think it's going to be a huge bat, 
Um, those are just my takes. Maybe they trade one of those three catchers, like Severino, to get a piece from somewhere. Um, so those are some of my thoughts. And, Tim, could I – I don't know how many phone calls you got on hold, and I don't mean to be a lengthy, wordy dude, but I, I was the guy that called in Reese, uh, a while back about some Brewer trivia. Do you want me to lay some Brewer trivia on you real quick that might interest you <laughs> or no? Sure thing. Yeah, let's go. Okay, I saw on Twitter, this is what sent me into uh, looking at stats. Um, somebody mentioned that Quintana might be one of the guys that have faced the Brewers more than any other pitcher in Brewer history. Ooh, wow. So I opened, I opened up that page because I'm like, I don't believe that, but I, I was really curious. Guess who the number one guy the Brewers have faced in Brewer history um, we're going all the way back in the 70s now. And guess who that number one guy is? Because I have that information. Um, Jose Mesa? No, that's a good guess, but no. Think of a starter that's, uh, I'm not sure if he's in the Hall of Fame. Um, but he was, if you think back a little bit, again, I'm a little older, I'm 65. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it kind of made sense when I looked it up. I went, oh, yeah, that would be that would be my guess. And I'll give you another nugget. There is one of the top three all-time against the Brewers is still active, and I got a feeling you're going to get get that one. He's still active. Okay, so w- there's two questions there. What team, right. what team in the 70s, what team was he on? Um, he bounced around between California and Minnesota. Ooh. More mainly um, Minnesota, predominantly Minnesota, but he had a long career in, in baseball, and he's oh currently boy. an announcer. He's currently an announcer for this team is, that he pitched for. Jim Cott. That's a good guess. He's actually in the top two hundred. Um, it's actually. I'll give you one more shot, and then I'll give you the answer. No, go go ahead. Give me give me the answer. Okay. Who you got? Uh, Bert, Bert Blylevin is the Bly leading Levin. all-time. Oh, yeah. 50, Good. That's a great 50, one. 50, 51 appearances. Now, I'll give you one more shot, and then I'll get off the radio. Um, there is, there is uh, one guy who is in the top three in appearances, in, uh, and he's still active, and he's in and our he's, division. He's still active and in the division. Let's see. Reds, Pirates. Comes Wainwright. Yes, number three on there the list. Go. Yes, <laughs> there you right. go. Let's All do right, it Tim. again. C- call down the stretch here, Bob. Thank, thanks a lot. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. Well, I got one of the two. I should have gotten Bly Levin though. I just remember Euchre just Bly Levin the kick and deals. Man, oh man. Why was my right, thought me... Rick Sutcliffe? Okay. I was going to go Yankee like a, uh, I don't know, like a Rigetti or someone, but I don't think he had the staying power. But to Bly Levin, that's, that's a good one. Let me give you this, and we'll get to some more of your reaction and uh, your thoughts on this trade deadline here because, quite frankly, the next time we talk on this show, the deadline's going to come and go, and we're going to be talking about new players or not. Just to give you a little, little indication of what to think about, there's two different parts of a, a, of a David Stearns. There's a David Stearns that talks to us and you through the media. He's, he's got a microphone. He's got a camera. 
And he's going to say one thing. He's not going to give it all to us. And we don't, I don't want him to. Because you don't want to tip your hand at all in any way, shape, or form through the media. None, that's negotiations. I mean, that's just how they work. But let me just say what he has said on the record. Uh, this quote from David Stearns. I think we have an incredible opportunity in front of us. We've put ourselves in position once again to have a fun second half to be able to make a playoff run. We're going to have a fun second half, put ourselves in a position to be able to make a playoff run. Um... I don't know where that that sends the message of where the bar is at for him, but I'm just telling you what he said. Uh, to be able to make a playoff run, he continues, hopefully get to the playoffs and play deep into October. Any year where you are, you are in it in late July and you give that self an opportunity, you're in that good spot. I believe we have a team that is capable of getting to the playoffs. That's where he's at, at least on the record here. Now, I like if he's under-promising just to over-deliver, I'm digging it. I do the same thing. I, I think a lot of people would. But a lot of playoffs were mentioned there. I didn't hear those two magical words that Brewer fans are starting to grow and grow to love, and that's world and series. So I'm just saying, that's what he says on the surface. Not saying that's what he thinks. You know, internally. All right, 414-677-1250. Let's go to Bill. Bill, you're next here on The Fan. Hello? Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Okay. Yeah, you sound really clear with this new system. What I don't want to see, I don't want to see them make – Adamus worked out last year, but as far as I'm concerned – Escobar, Norris, and the other relief pitcher were a bust. And I don't want to see him make a trade like that. To me, that's making a trade for the sake of making a trade. And if they're going to get somebody really good, they're going to have to give up somebody really good or prospects. So I I just don't want to see the same kind of trade we saw last year because Escobar was useless in the playoffs. Very, very well, I, I don't think he was. I don't think he was uh, put in positions to to get some damage done. I mean, he's a much better player than than we saw. And sometimes the player it just doesn't work out. Look at Jonathan Scope a few years oh ago. Oh my gosh, it just, yeah. it just didn't work out. You know. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to be in Milwaukee. To be honest with you, Jonathan Scope. I mean, that that was some of the rumors I had heard. So, I hope if Stern does pull the trigger. That he gets a good deal. That's that's my take on it right now. So, anyway, all right. Have a what good you afternoon. doing up there? What what are you doing up there? Uh, the we weather's got to be beautiful. Some, oh, great day today. I grilled some steaks. Had some friends over. Had a few drinks. A cigar. Great day. <laughs> what, what city the are you in? Didn't win. Yeah, can't have everything. I guess. Have no, a good what one, what Bill. city? What city are you in, real quick, Bill? Well, I, I live out in the country. I'm in the middle of Bayfield County. Bayfield County. Yeah, it's that part of the state that juts up in Lake Superior. Oh, gotcha. You're 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 up there. Okay, very good. Yeah, Bill, yeah. enjoy the enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right. You too. Bye now. Yeah. 
Yeah, the leader of Bayfield County sports. Lynn Iron River. Bayfield sports leader. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Todd, uh, Watertown sports leader. You're on the air. <laughs> oh, you boys. Yeah. Sports leader of Watertucky. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Close to Ashabama. Um, uh, you, you know, Timmy, Timmy, yesterday you were, uh, you were Jerry Springer, and today you're, uh, you're Alex Trebek. Uh, you wear a lot of hats over there, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose. I'm very versatile. Craig Council would like me. Exactly, exactly. Um, utility man. Hey, uh, as far as uh, uh, a hater trade with the Yankees, I think the only uh, way that would happen is um, if it was like a three or four team deal, which could be pulled off, you know, because, you know, I don't know, maybe they have, you know, Glaber Torres would be somebody we'd be kind of interested in. But I think from, uh, for anything like that to happen, would have to be a, a three or four trade deal or a, a team deal, which which could happen. But I think um, I think it's going to be all or, or nothing. I think it's going to be a, a big splash, or it's going to be uh, kind of stand pat and maybe get a you know a, a cup of coffee reliever to kind of bridge the gap. Um, that's that's kind of my take on it. No, that's what I think. I agree with you, Todd. I I think it's a reliever. And if that's the only move they make, it would not surprise me. I, I, I don't think it would. And, and for those that want to trade Josh Hader, now again, this is just based on the premise. I don't know what would be incoming on that deal, whether it would be top shelf or rail. I, uh, I, I think it it's, would be a sign that David Stearns does not think he has enough right now to win a World Series. You move Josh Hader, you can pretty much Ugh. kiss the World Series goodbye. Uh, right, right. You know, and, and, you know, I think one of the callers said about Quintana, I mean, you know, he's been a brewer killer, but I watched him pitch the other night uh, about a week ago or so. And he, you know, he was really nothing. I mean, when he was with the Cubs uh, and then he got traded over from the Sox, I mean, he was uh, in his prime, but that was, gosh, that was quite a long time ago. So I think, uh, yeah, I, I, if they would go after him just to go after him, it's just another body in the bullpen, which uh, wouldn't get him anywhere. Yeah, it's just a little wiggle in the back of my brain just saying, you know, this trade deadline this year might be a little melodramatic. It just might be. All right, Todd. Yeah, I think always a pleasure. We'll, we'll talk on Tuesday. Uh, the next time this show will be on the air with the Brewers off day tomorrow, uh, I will be uh, with you guys on Tuesday after the last pitch as you make the switch. However, I mean, Bart's going to be all over it, the big show, the afternoon show, uh, the next couple of days leading up to when I get this show back on the air on Tuesday. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, we can just hang out this afternoon and, and talk uh, Brewer trade season right now. Uh, 414-677-1250. The final today, Brewers lose 7-2, and they do take two of three in Boston. But uh, I think a golden opportunity missed today in the ball game. To um, to get back to your high water mark at 14 games over, get into the off day, get into the trade deadline, kind of reset everything. 14 games over 500, winning eight of nine out of the break. These are all if they would have won. Seven and two still is pretty damn good, guys. It really is. Winning seven of nine out of the break. 
Your offense has been rolling another 11-hit game. They're averaging more than 10 hits a game. Now for nine games coming out of the All-Star break. Pretty crazy. Uh, let's go to Brewer Mike. Brewer Mike, our Sunday conversation. What's going on, Mike? Well, Tim, it's a sad day. It's the uh, last day of softball. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, summer's That's over. That's a downer. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's time to really just hit the bottle and get hammered. You know. <laughs> okay. All right. The, everyone's going to think that I've already hit the bottle when I tell you this trade. Okay. And I've been thinking this for a good half hour here. And this may make sense for the Brewers. All right. I don't want to trade Hater, but all right. I'm going to do the John Heyman here. All right. The Milwaukee Brewers announced the Chicago White Sox have acquired Josh Hader. Christian Yelich, and two players to be named later for Jose Abreu, Dylan Cease, and Eloy Jimenez. Um, I would say that the Brewers would have the bad end of that deal. Don't you? Well, may, maybe That's the tough. players to be named later could be better. Uh, Robertson, is, is, is he's, he's kind of on the tail end of his, yeah, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. Dylan Cease would be a good starter for us. Yeah, he would be part of that turning over the rotation because Burns and and Woody's clock are ticking. True. The talent is there, but Eloy is hurt a lot. He hasn't really stayed on the field consistently. Jose Abreu is great, but he's 34 and a free agent. Yeah. So I I think that's actually a really closer trade than – a lot of people realize, but I think the Brewers would still say no. It would be a big salary dump, gentlemen. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I think dollar wise, that might make some sense because I know Hater's not making you know hand over fist, and I know Dylan Cease isn't, and there you know there may be another team involved. I, I, honestly, I, I think if you're going to trade Yelich, this is the time now. Wow. I, I, okay. I'm, I'm really... I don't know if anyone's willing to. I mean, they're seeing the same thing we are. Would Would you? I, I guess you take a flyer on on Yelich in a bigger market that has a bigger payroll. May say, hey, we'll take a flyer on that. But boy, if it doesn't work out, and we've got a uh, two sixty two seventy hitter, right? Oh, he, so he is. There's no no question. Yeah. No no doubt about it. But a two sixty two seventy hitter making twenty six million a year. For the next, what, eight, nine years? Yeah, I know. I know. I mean. That's not a bad idea. It's not. There really is the foundation of something there. A a bigger market would gamble. Guys, I was trying to think of a a third team that might get involved. And I I don't have it in front of me because I'm obviously driving. But maybe, like, do the Texas Rangers have any decent – Outfielders or arms or something that we could pick up, you know, teams that are going or Oakland, you know, they they always seem to be oh, yeah. dumping good talent. You know what I'm saying? Hey guys, yeah. you know, I hope Stearns is listening. It it would make sense because right now you're you're going to get, and, and I agree with you, Tim. It, it, it's probably not if you look dollar for dollar value wise. You know, you, Excuse the expression, but you the Brewers would probably be getting screwed a little bit on the deal because the Braves kind of on the downside, and so is Robertson. And and I agree with uh, and I apologize, I forgot your name, sir. 
but Amenez has been hurt a lot. But I, I'll tell you what, when that guy is batting, he is a freaking monster. And at Miller Park, guys, he, he, he'd be another uh, Nelson Cruz. He'd hit 40 home runs at Miller Park. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mike. Well, so, sorry for your end of the year with uh, with your uh, softball there. Well, but I will be hitting the bottle at Liquid Johnny's <laughs> at 8 o'clock. So anyone that wants to come out and see Brewer Mike, Liquid Johnny's, 8 o'clock. Drinks are right. flowing, baby. All right. Take it easy, Mike. All right. <laughs> see, you, see you later. Yep. 414-677-1250. Again, I'll say it at I don't know if I can say it enough. If Josh Hader is not on this team on Tuesday night, your World Series chances are almost nil. It's just you got to have him. That's the part of how this team wins. They're going to get what they can get out of their offense, and you see what happens when they get offense. doesn't have to be a great offense. Just get the offense rolling. Get to the late innings, the six, seven, eight, and nine. That that being said, I think a reliever is needed. Another reliever. Because then I want it fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. That's how they win. That's how they're going to win. That's how they're going to win a World Series. That's how the blueprint is. That's how that's that's how the path is cut already. But you need a you need an offense that is just respectable. And they've been doing a little bit more than that here in the in the second half. Uh, Mike in uh, West Dallas, you're next on the fan. Hey Tim, how's it going? What's going on, Mike? Hey, so I, I just want to say the Dodgers—they have the sec, uh, second best record in baseball. They have six All Stars on their team, and they have three guys hitting above 300. And they're looking to add a difference maker at the deadline. So, any fans that think that this Brewers team can get to the World Series without adding a difference maker at the deadline, your picture should be in the dictionary next to the word Homer, uh, is what I'm going to say. So um, they, you, you're saying it's it's fact that they have to have a splash value trade to get yes, to the World Series. Yes, yes, okay. they do. Based off what the Mets have and what the Dodgers have, yes. Um, and I, let me ask you this. Do you... Uh, if you're David Stearns, are you willing to trade either Jackson Cheerio or Sal Freelich or both to get a difference maker, because I, I, I think you're going to need to part with at least one of those guys to get a guy that can make a major if, impact. If, if the incoming player is under some form of team control beyond this year, yes, I am. Yes. But I'm not okay. doing it for a rental. Right, yeah. I mean, if, if they're only going to be here for half a season, I, I wouldn't give up one of those two guys. But if they're going to be here for a couple years yep. and they can yep. help you try to win a World Series this year and next year, I would totally do that deal. But I just think that in order to get something, you're going to have to give something up. Otherwise, it's going to be another, you know, lightning in a bottle, hoping to catch lightning in a bottle type player. And I, I don't think that player is going to put you over the top to win a World Series. No, and at some, point, at some point, if not this year, if not this year. Then when? Yeah, then, when? Then, then, then it better be next year or the following year, or it's never going to happen with, it, with a Trey right. Turner coming in like the Dodgers did. With these right. splash value, big-time money players, superstar to star, star to superstar players. If you're not going to at some point do that, then you're never, you're, it's just never going to happen for you guys. It, it won't happen. So is Eduardo Escobar that player? Nice player. Granted, I get it. But if you keep going nominal, you're going to get nominal results. I'm with you, Mike. 
I'm with you at some yeah. point, and I, but I don't know if it's this year, though. Yeah, the, the, one other thing I got to say, too. Lightning in a bottle players, they can hit well in the regular season, but when they get in the playoffs and they start facing guys like Clayton Kershaw or Walker Buehler, they struggle because they're facing really good pitching. So that's something else that people got to keep in mind, too, yeah. is that when you get a superstar, they can hit other superstars. Okay, oh. Mike, good point. Great point. Thanks a lot. We'll talk on Tuesday night, hopefully about a, uh, a bunch of moves. That other team is going to have to face good pitching, too. We can't discount that. And I'm not uh, you know, pointing my finger at you, Mike. Not at all. Just in general. Let's not forget that those other players have got to go through a Brewers pitching staff, which is going to be full of adrenaline, full of juice, and full of talent. I don't suspect I don't suspect that there's going to be any type of uh roll over and die in this team if healthy heading into the postseason. I mean, honestly, actually you have to get there and with a Cardinals win today, I believe that went final, did it not? Uh Brewers lose a game. Uh now the Cardinals three back. I was watching uh last night that that Cardinal game, the end of that game. It was on uh Big Fox. And uh <laughs> they almost came back to beat the Nationals, but uh, that was a nice, nice ending of that game. But, but again, let's not let's not forget that the Brewers have some of the best pitching in all of baseball. We we forget that sometimes. We're so laser focused on swinging the bat that we forget. Wow, this this pitching is pretty good. You, you're looking at Aaron Ashby's uh, ERA now just over four. Everybody else now back into the threes, your main guys. You look at look around the league and you see the rotation, the five-man rotation and all other teams. They got guys they're sending out there with fives at the bottom end of their rotation, sometimes in the middle of their rotation because they don't have anybody else. This is a team that you've got your hands full with this pitching staff. They're going to need to add to this and find a way to get better. Pushing all chips in? I, I don't know. Six seven seven twelve fifty. Let's go to James. James, you're next on the fan. Hey Jimmy, how are you? What's going on? More important, how you are? Uh, I'm I'm good. You know, it's a, it's a lazy Sunday afternoon. Okay. <laughs> hey, I, I I couldn't agree with you more on uh, your skepticism and David Stern's comment on we hope to have fun and and make a playoff run. I, I mean, what does that mean? And and if if Brian Gutenhaus was to come out this week and say that, <laughs> we would be going nuts. If uh-huh. John Horst of the Bucks came out and said that, we would we would be looking for somebody's ass. I mean, and at the end of the day, whether we're going to make any trades or not, or have to, and and David Stearns, his role, his first of all, his role is minimal. It, it's 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 the man in California. Antonosio, he's well. It's like Tony Soprano said: "We're running a business, and and baseball, unlike any other sports, is about business." But it's James, about- you James, you do agree, and I'll let you respond. You do agree. There's there's a couple of factors here. One would be it does take two to tango. You need the dance partner, and things got to go right. And number two, those comments. I wasn't necessarily saying that that was a hundred percent fact. I'm just saying that, and I'm not calling him a liar in any way. But I think he, he, you know, to get the real, real, true 
meaning of, of having some guts and sliding chips in, it's in the results. It is in the results, and we're going to find out some of those results. If you're close to a trade that you want, and it's because you didn't want to add another player to it, that's on you. That's not with the dance partner. That's on you because you wanted this trade so bad and you were so close and you didn't want to add in another player. Okay, well, then that's going to be telling. So there are two factors in there, but I, I just I thought it was, was uh, warranted to read those quotes there. But he, he doesn't need to make any trade, and, and Antonacio doesn't need to make any trade. Whether we make a trade or not, at the end of the season, the Brewers are still going to draw over 2 million fans. Their value of their team is still going to go up so much. You're right. And, it, and, and that's what I'm talking about. We're running a business. And, and, and the one thing about running a business is you don't want to spend any more money than you need to. And, and that's what the and unfortunately, because of their market and who they are, that's, that's where they're at. And, and I, I can appreciate that. And, and I mean, if, if they trade Hader, the only reason they'll trade him is to avoid next year's contract situation. <laughs> yeah. It well, is, money, money does play a part of it and you're right. That's the business part of it. Right. I mean, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, we've beaten the Nationals. Okay. We've beaten the Red Sox. Okay. Joey Cora might be fired next week. Okay. Um, and, hey, don't make a playoff run. Whether they get there or not, that's fine. But they, they don't have their eye on a World Series. The, the Yankees do. The Padres do. The Dodgers do. The Cardinals do. The Braves do. The Mets do. The Phillies do. There's a difference. Is the difference in what they say or what they spend? What they spend. Gotcha. All right, good stuff, James. Thank, thank you, James. Great, great conversation. You might be right. If, 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 you, if you isolate just this team as its own entity and don't compare it to the rest of the league, as a business... James, you were on this, and I agree. They're doing one hell of a job as a business. But as a sports competition entity, a winning a championship entity, that's a different story. Are they doing everything they can? I mean, this is really what it comes down to. Mark Adonacio, David Stearns, Matt Arnold, Craig Council. There's your Mount Rushmore of current Brewers baseball. And the question would be, do you believe they are doing everything they can to win a World Series? Or does the question is the question in itself unfair because it has to have an addendum to it? Are they doing everything they can to win, to win a World Series while running a business? Are they too attached that they cannot be separated? Maybe. Evan, what do you think? Are those two, are those two too attached that it's unfair to say that they're not doing or they're doing everything they can to win a World Series without adding in while running a business? 
Yeah, I think it's they're doing the best that they can with the limitations set on them with market size. It sucks. It's not fair, but it's the way that the business runs in baseball. You can kind of get around it in football and ba- uh, basketball because of the salary caps. In the MLB, teams really don't listen to the luxury tax rule, whatever. Baseball is a little bit more unfair in that way, but the fact that this team has been competitive for so long with the limitations that they have, it should be seen as a great effort by these guys. They are trying right. their best right. to make the World Series, and they've come close a couple of times in the last decade. And the, doing it against the, the odds, as you said. And the big teams. I mean, look at that Dodgers team that they came up against in 2018. That's a juggernaut. The Brewers didn't have a, a super juggernaut that year. Their offense was good, but their pitching staff was kind of buoyed by this pieced together bullpen that I still don't think we'll ever see something like that again. But it's they've done everything that they possibly can, and hindsight is whatever. There are moves that I'm sure they would have loved to have made, but they've done the best they can with the payroll that they're given. Okay, right. But at at, at what point do you got to say, you know what, forget about the business, forget about all that. Can we just get a World Series? Do whatever you got to do to win a World Series. I, I agree with that, and as a fan, there's nothing I would love more than a championship, but it's not that easy, especially in baseball. Baseball, I think, has some of the most parity in all of major sports. I mean, look at the winners of the past, like, 10 years. There have been a new one almost every single time, and that's just because payrolls don't necessarily matter. It's all about who's hot at the right time. It's, I mean, think about all of the wildcard teams that have come out of nowhere and won a championship, like the Nationals. Would you say the Nationals had a championship roster if you asked them, uh, like a random Nationals fan? I in wouldn't have thought July? the Atlanta, Atlanta Braves early in the season last year. Right. I mean, you might have said the same thing. It's all about getting guys that can fit together with chemistry that also get hot at the right time. And that's exactly what needs to happen. You can't predict that, unfortunately. Otherwise, teams would pay their GMs billions and trillions of dollars. But as is, they kind of just have to guesstimate that they're going to be ready to go come playoff time. Yeah, it's still a business, yet you're trying to win a World Series. It's perspective. You have the one side that says, well, I mean, look, look, at, the, look at what the Brewers have done here with a moderate payroll. Man, up against the Giants of payroll. And then their business is, is making money, and the organization is more and more valuable as the years go by. And in, in some res- respects and regards, that's absolutely true. And a success story for us here in little old Milwaukee. Then there's the other side that says, what are we doing here? We're, we're having a fashion show here or something? Aren't we the, uh, supposed to be uh, in, in the, the most elite level on the planet of baseball and the ultimate pinnacle and only goal is to win the championship. You losers, 29 other teams are losers. Only one is a winner. Well, yeah. Think about the legendary quote from the movie Moneyball. 29 teams lose their, or end their season on a loss. There's only one team that gets to end the season with a win. Yep. Yep. And, and it's, 
you know, so there's two different perspectives there. And, and, and I don't know if those two worlds uh, have uh, a delicate collision <laughs> at times. It's, it's, it's quite the big bang, that's for sure. Now let's get uh, Brett in here. Uh, Brett, you're next on the fan. What's going on? Hey, Tim. You know, you know I, I wasn't going to call in today, and then I was arguing with Bart on Twitter because Bart thinks this team sucks and has no chance to do anything. Uh, so here I am. You know, fifth uh, caller yesterday brought it up, fifth in the league in run scored. You know, the, the pessimism, pessimistic attitude over this offense needs to stop because they're, they're a top-10 offense in the league. They're decent. The numbers prove it. Mm-hmm. They're a top-10 offense. And um, I don't understand this fan base. You know the last caller. They don't. They're they they're not doing what it takes to win a World Series. The last five years since 2018, the Brewers are sixth in the league in wins. Sixth in the league, and another team that's in the top six is Tampa Bay Rays. So there's different ways to do it, folks. And you know, two of the people that fans were very mad that we didn't sign back, Mike Mustakis and Yosemite Grandal. Where would this team be the last? two, three years if we put those two guys on here. Mm-hmm. Because they would have added $35 million in payroll each year, and those two guys are garbage. Like, it's not as easy as just paying guys. Like, it, it, that's not how it works. And I think this ownership group, um, David Stearns, Craig Council, have done a fantastic job. Now, can you always do more, right? Yeah, I mean, if if we could have went out and bought Nolan Arenado from the Rockies, like, yeah, that would have – but, like – Markets are a thing, and that's how baseball is set up. So, um, I'm—it's just frustrating, you know. I, this, like they I, have I, a chance, Brett. They have a chance to win the World Series this year. They do. I'm telling you right now, they do. And I think you're with me. They do. And everyone points at this offense. Number one, I'm with you on your point. They're better than people think. But number two, stop with the we got to face these other pitchers those teams got to face this pitching and they're going to be in it every single game every game in the playoffs they're going to be in it going into that game when you have woody and burns and peralta and lauer and ashby they will be in those games the other guys got their hands full just as much as the brewers would so what does this mean Well, it means getting hot at the right time. It means getting on a roll at the right time. It means believing at the right time. It means uh, not making mistakes, playing cleaner baseball. It just isn't about money at that point. At that point, it might not be about money. And it's about execution at that point. And the other guy's got to execute also. Yeah, you're spot on. I mean, and I think that we've talked about this before, and I'm – but like the in NFL and, and NBA, you know, the better teams usually win. In baseball, it's not like that. I mean, like you said, I mean, say we go up against the Mets in a playoff series, which I think is very possible this year. I mean, Scherzer, Degrom, Taiwan Walker, and like you said, Burns, Woodruff, Peralta, you know, Edwin Diaz and Josh Hader and Devin Williams in the back of the pen. Like the 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 margin for error and the difference between winning and losing in a baseball game is super thin. Yeah, super thin and. Um, you know, and that's why they haven't got there, but they've been damn close, you know, and, um, you just got to keep giving yourself chances. And like we talked about, there will become a time where making the playoffs isn't enough, but I don't think we're there yet. And I think this team has every opportunity to win a world series and, um, people just need to jump aboard and enjoy it. So Bart, if you're listening, you know, stop at the whole three catcher thing. Um, the the one thing that kind of 
makes me laugh, Tim, is um, everyone's about small ball. and everyone, Everyone's about putting the ball in play, and Craig Council doesn't do enough of it. But then all these fans are, and I love Keston here, but all these fans are, we need Keston here back up here. Well, Keston here is striking out 44% of the time, and he can't hit lefties. And that's why Severino's up here, and Severino doesn't have options. They're trying to get something for one of their players before they lose them. So um, I'll call in a bard and take up my stuff with him tomorrow morning. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And let's, let's make right. a move. Let's get a center fielder and let's give ourselves a chance to win. Yep, yep, no doubt. Brett, thanks for the call. Okay, uh, what, what's so unclear about the catcher situation? Guys, they can't trade Omar or Victor Caratini. Severino is not eligible for the postseason. Do you think that's a healthy situation to go into the postseason with Omar Narvaez and a rookie that has played in all of one game in the big leagues if you love Mario Feliciano? Do you think it's a healthy situation to go into the postseason vying for a World Series with Victor Caratini as your main catcher and Mario Feliciano, who's played in one game in the big leagues, or Alex Jackson. It's, just, it's not going to happen. They're set on catcher. <laughs> They're in great shape with Omar and Victor Caratini in the postseason. Check the box. I mean, ch- check the box. Check that box. It's done. Severino, thank you for your services, but adios. You're going to help us win a few ball games down the stretch here. Unless someone wants to, if David Stearns can pull off a trade <laughs> outbound of, of Severino and he gets anything for him, oh, we'll take it. Then he's, and he's more of a guru than I thought. All right, we have two left uh, here before the break. Do I make them sit or do we want to get them? We want to get him? Well, now that you brought it up, I feel like we got to go to him. <laughs> okay, pick one. Let's start with Notebook Mike. Mike, go ahead. What's going on? Hey, guys. You know, you can't trade here. You can't. You're coming at teams with a one-run lead, bullpen. Is Boxberger bullpen? And the guy named Voigt, and Gustav, Devin Williams, Josh Hader. Are you there? I'm, we're, we're, we we got you. Yeah, playing. you can't trade You're Hader. I'm with you. Take that catcher that can't play pre, uh, playoffs to a lesser team and Kirsten Hera and get maybe another reliever. You, you got Josh, uh, oh, I'm having a brain freeze here. The center field. You got Tyrone Taylor. Fielders. Why are they so hooked on that? And uh, since it's trivia, who was the player that said he swings on three and all? Hmm. You don't, don't know, know, do you? Chucky Carr. Chucky Carr. He said, I swing three and oh. (laughs) All right, one more. Mike Cameron, after a victory, would pull his shirt out from the fans. 
Mm-hmm. Why? I think his dad did that when he got home from work each day. Awesome. Well, I love you guys. All right. That, well, I'll see I, you tomorrow. See you. We'll touch base Tuesday. Yeah, all right. We'll see. We'll see you then, Mike. Always a pleasure. Okay. One more? Yeah, let's go with Eric in Illinois. What do you say, Eric? You're on the fan. Hey, Tim. It's always hard to follow Notebook Mike, but yeah, you can't, uh, can't trade Hater for sure to, to be con- a contender. But I do worry about, I mean, can you imagine what, like Aaron Judge, what does he have, like 49 bombs right now? Wow, Some of our bullpen crazy. guys facing him in the playoffs. So I feel like we, we definitely I mean, that, that's need That's worth the price, price of admission right there. Let's go Devin Williams yeah. or Josh Hader against Judge. Let's yeah, go, man. Exactly. I'm, I'm, right, I'm right. fine. You, shouldn't, you should not not want that matchup. And that's the thing. That's, that's a pattern that's here for Brewers fans that, that I, I, really, I really wish would be a little bit uh, more into let's go. Bring them on then. Let's go. They've yeah. got to face the gauntlet of Box, Williams, and Hader. They've got to face yeah. a gauntlet of Corbin Burns, Woody, and Peralta. And and don't fear that. I mean, bring it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. No, but so I, I remember I'm, I'm Luke's dad. We spent some time in Cooperstown. And I, I, I didn't want to talk about Luke, but I want to talk about what I saw in Cooperstown. They showed all the teams listed and how, what their payrolls were. It, it, was, it was amazing to see that, and it was so sad to see the Brewers all, you know, towards the bottom of, of the payroll for how much – uh, revenue they make and everything it was listed there in Cooperstown but uh, it's a testament to all the all the owners and stuff what they can do to to bring in these players for how much that they bring every year I mean, I mean it's, it's, I, I, it's, I just it's get sobering it. Eric is isn't it yeah. it's sobering when you when you have yeah. to consider yes we all want the World Series that's why it's perspective right. on this and the perspective could go which way the wind blows but you know that that it is it is pretty impressive and and somewhat sobering to see what they're yeah. doing in terms of wins. Like a, one of our callers said today, sixth in the league uh, for the last mm-hmm. five years. It, it it is kind of sad in a way that the economic structure of the game is as such that other markets, even though it's one entity, MLB falls under one umbrella, and that's Major League Baseball mm-hmm. as a whole. It's unfortunate that you are pinned behind the eight ball. So many times, it's a smaller market, yet you're the same type of business under the in the same company. It's it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. It is. But they, how, mean, did, how, like did Luke, like, they... how did Luke like? How did Luke like the uh, Hall of Fame? Oh, he, it was so awesome. They had a, a great video that I recommend anybody watch. Like you sit down, they have an awesome theater. You sit down and watch, and some of the they showed some of the old time players talking about how they got started with the game. It, it was just so cool. It, it really makes a. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, you have to go there. I believe it or not, I have not been there yet. Really? Wow, Tim. Yeah, you got to get there. Just so, just to go there. I mean, great. I'm so fixated on Vegas. I just thought I'd just point the yeah. plane in the other direction. One trip. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to make it. It's, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere when getting out there, but once you get there. And another po- positive, too, is Luke hit a home run out there, so hopefully we can keep that going for next year. There so we go. Cool. I was just about to ask. So over the wall, <laughs> yeah. Homer. That's sweet. Over the wall, man. It, it was the craziest story. His back cracked, and it was like a whole issue. They only had one left at Dick Sporting Goods there in Oneida where we were. And it's like, I guess we got to go with it. It was like a smaller version. We got it. First swing with that bat, 
boom, gone. I couldn't believe it. It was just the craziest story ever. So <laughs> Sometimes that's the way it happens, Eric. I mean, yeah. that's, that's crazy. Yeah, now he's, he runs around in the hotel and eats cheeseburgers and screws off a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah, let him be oh, a my kid. God. Well, he got, to, he got to hang out with his boy. His team, they stayed with the coach in bunk, bungalows. So, that, you know, how that was going. Yeah. They were having fun. Yeah. That's super cool. Anyway. Eric, stay in touch, all yeah. right, my man? Yeah, I will. Thank you. Take care, Tim. All right. Yeah, there there he goes. Yeah, we've been following Luke and his Little League endeavors. That's cool. Give the Luke chance to Luke. All right, we're, we're way late for a break here. You want to jump in here, you are more than welcome to. A different phone number here. Uh, we're all getting used to this a little bit. 414 677 1250. 7-2 the final. Brewers fall in game three of this three-game set. On a roll, though, still 7 of 9 out of the All-Star break, and we'll take that. Brewers 3 up over the Cardinals with a 12 above 500 mark at 57 and 45. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show here on The Fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM The Fan. 7-2 the final. Brewers fall in this third and final game in Boston. They do uh, take two of three there. I guess I should have led with that. And, uh, you know, the roll continues. Uh, they've won seven of nine and opportunities missed by this uh, ball club today as you had an error in there by Wong you had a a pickoff by uh, Willie Adamas I don't I don't know where he was trying to go there and I, I think that he slipped a little bit on the play but definitely a base running mistake for sure and they uh, fall in this one Ashby deserved a little bit of a better fate there four and two-thirds uh, threw a bunch of pitches. I, I know that uh, you know he got hurt on some two strike pitches and and two out hits for Boston. Uh, yeah, Brewers got a little taste of their own medicine here as of late. They've been doing some damage with two outs. But uh, Craig Council after the game. Yeah, no, I mean I think it's I think it's a tough catch. It's uh, a, a player on the run making a 
you know, 50 foot throw and it's just kind of at your ankles. Um, you know, tough play, hope to make it. How do you describe kind of everything that happened after that with, you know, the, all the doubles in a row? Yeah, I mean, they they had some good at-bats and, um, you know, hit some balls in the right spots, um, hit some balls good, um, and did, did a nice job. What did you think about Ashby today? I, I mean, I thought Ash pitched well. I mean, I thought the first four innings were were very good. Um, you know, we had a chance to get him out of the fifth after the first two guys got on even. Um, so, good day. It just, you know, they did a nice job kind of late in the start. With Hunter, the, the hits that he... Do you feel like these were kind of coming? He's been hitting the ball hard lately. It doesn't come out. I mean, he's been swinging it pretty good. Yeah. So, what, how does that change your lineup when you're getting that that power from there, all runs from there? I mean, Hunter's done a really nice. Just since the All Star break, he's just. You know, we've got men on base, and he's hitting home runs. So, you know, he's, he's a power hitter, and he's in one of those stretches where seeing the ball really well and, and driving the ball and hitting the ball hard a lot. You want to win them all, obviously, but satisfied taking two or three Penway? Well, we, you know, you, you want to win today's game, and, um, you know, we had a chance. You know, I thought that getting out of the, the, the third with Narvaez, the double play with Narvaez, with a chance to kind of expand the lead a little bit there. Um, but they, you know, he got out of the jam and he did a nice job getting a ground ball there. So it's two out of three and move on to the next series. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game, presented by the Five O'Clock Steakhouse. Five O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. Yeah, you just heard from Craig Council there, and, and maybe a little disconnected Council, like, yeah, you're not going to win every game, and let's just move on. Let's just, let's just get this done. i got to address the media and, and move on. I don't blame him. Uh, they've got a uh, travel night tonight, and they'll get into Pittsburgh, and then they'll you know, imagine that. They'll have two nights off in Pittsburgh, so get into get into the Steel City tonight as a team with you know, some hours to spare if you're uh, one of the guys that wants a little nighttime activity. Full day off tomorrow to go sightseeing in Pittsburgh. I've never been to Pittsburgh. Hey, don't knock it till you try it. Pittsburgh okay, is a beautiful I'm, city. Okay. It is very I, I, much Milwaukee-like. I hear it's very similar to Milwaukee. and uh, So they've got the full day off there and night tomorrow. And probably doing the same thing we'll be doing here. Going to strip clubs, going to... No, I'm kidding. Uh, they'll, be, uh, they'll, be, they'll be eyes glued to their phones. Because, I, again, trade deadline uh, is Tuesday at 3 o'clock Central. And I, uh, I expect kind of a crazy, crazy kind of Monday tomorrow. And those of you that uh, like it all bunched into one day or one TV show, I think that's what you kind of get uh, a tighter window of a lot of these trades that are, that are going to happen. The expanded playoffs are, play a, a much more of a role here now. The, the, the last you know three weeks of baseball that plays a big, big role just about every year uh, determines whether somebody believes, like we, we were talking earlier about David Stearns, it's truly what he believes this team and its potential is this season as to what he wants to do or what he's going to do. I mean, that, that's, that's, 
not unlike a lot of different teams and a lot of different seasons. But I think with the pitching this team has, I don't think it would be a white flag situation, that's for sure. There's no way of that. They stand a chance in the postseason. I think they will add to it. How much? Well, we're going to find out. Call the game here today in a 7-2 loss. you got to go to the 2 uh, with 5 o'clock Steakhouse. Home grill kits are there for you, 5oclocksteakhouse.com. Uh, to get all the details, cooking instructions, seasoning, the sauces are there for you. and walks you through it. Tremendous. You, you're not going to be disappointed. So you go to the uh, third inning, I'm sorry, second inning of a scoreless game, and you're thinking, is it possible the Brewers could get out of Boston with a sweep over the Red Sox? Well, look good after this swing from Hunter Renfro. That brings up Hunter Renfro. And Renfro hammers one deep to left field, and there it goes! Another home run for Renfro. Two-run blast in the second inning. His sixth home run in his last nine games. You know what? I'm going to play that again for you. We're going to get a twofer from Bally Sports Wisconsin. This is pretty impressive, and, and it's been talked about on both uh, the TV broadcast as well as the radio call, about the fan base, Brewers fans at Fenway Park. Just hone in. B.A. with a great call, uh, as, as always. But hone in on the crowd in the background. This isn't just a, a, a one of the crowd mics picking up a little section of fans. Listen to the collective sound of Brewer fans at Fenway Park today. Check it out. That brings up Hunter Renfro. And Renfro hammers one deep to left field, and there it goes! Another home run for Renfro. Two-run blast in the second inning. His sixth home run in his last nine games. That is pretty... Did you notice that, Evan? I mean, not yeah. just today, but all weekend. Well, and that's not them playing in, like, Minnesota, where it's just a you know a five-hour drive or something. That's a pretty long plane flight in an mm-hmm. expensive city like Boston, where they have, they're known for having some of the most diehard fans. Their team is a 500 baseball club. That's incredibly impressive. We know Wisconsin sports fans travel well, but that was... Uh, incredible to see all weekend long. That really was. Uh, I mean, it was it was great to see. And and again, they were talking about it TV and radio. And I wonder uh, with with the uh, schedule changes that are going to be made for next year and the ensuing years after that. You're looking at every other year. Year you will be in Boston. The Brewers will. Funny enough, I already made a pact with my friend. The next time the Brewers are in Boston, we will be there. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't know if if. I may participate in something like that. My son wanted to go this year. And I just thought, well, let's just wait and, you know, two years from now or whenever whenever it is, maybe we'll check that out because that looked super cool. That that really, I want to do some nightlife and the whole deal and, and do the Boston thing. That'd be cool. But there's other cities, again, that, that the Brewers are just not accustomed to going to that I think you'll see some of the same thing. And so uh, that all that was very impressive to me. All right, we'll take a break, and uh, we'll come back, take a look at the matchups uh, if they're announced for Tuesday's game. That all subject to change, obviously, all around baseball. 
as the trade, trade deadline will be uh, Tuesday. Brewers with an off day tomorrow. We'll check out the matchups for the next game. Next, Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show right here on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Monday is just about upon us. I mean, think about the trade deadline and the activity tomorrow. Hell, we may get it tonight. I think sometimes uh, general managers, they know the marketing world. They know the day part world. They know seize the moment. And uh, I think Major League Baseball would, would do itself well to find ways now, we've talked about this, Evan, before, to find ways to kind of capture the uh, the nation's or the fan base's attention all at once in the same window. And this is a, trade deadlines are always cool. They, they just are. But the more, the merrier for me, the more you know, angles and this just in, breaking news, sources say, all of these things play a part in that. And uh, that's tomorrow. Uh, both Evan and I think that... Uh, you're, you're going to see some craziness and some manic activity uh, on tomorrow's, uh, well, even the actual deadline, but the last full day of the trade season. And there's no waiver uh, trades anymore either. So you, do, you don't get that opportunity to, to clear the waivers and then make a trade. And, and you, I guess you still can, but they won't be eligible for the playoffs. So it almost doesn't make a bunch of sense to see a lot of that. You will probably see 
lower level trades, maybe more so than we have in the past because of that rule. We'll see. Uh, Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. I'm going to take the day off tomorrow because when there's no no game, there's no show to do a post game show. Brewers with an off day tomorrow. They're back at it. 6.05 first pitch on Tuesday in Pittsburgh. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Maybe we're talking about a crazy lineup because there's two additional players and maybe some roster. Well, I would have would think there's going to be some roster moves uh, uh, given at least one trade. And and I'll be on record, uh, there will be a new reliever in that bullpen for the Brewers come Tuesday night. Uh, Evan, your prediction? I'm right there with you. I think there will be a new middle reliever. I think there will be another uh, kind of like a Jace Peterson like utility player. You would almost, I kind of hope that it's someone like a, an Ian Happ I know that his bat isn't incredible, but he can play every position. He's a switch hitter. Having a good year made the All-Star game. Imagine having someone like Ian Happ that you can throw in there at any position, any game the rest of the year. Well, Bart Winkler is going to be talking some Brewers baseball in the trade season tomorrow morning, the Wendy's Big Show and the afternoon show. Toby's in tomorrow afternoon and, and a lot of baseball conversation throughout the day here on The Fan. That's going to do it for us. You guys enjoy the uh, frenzy, the manic trade Monday tomorrow. And uh, for Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. As always, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you again Tuesday night after game one in Pittsburgh. And smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.